When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, this is Charlie Benante from Classic 78. This is Tom Higgins from Classic 78. This is Joe McGinnis from Classic 78. And you're listening to Tom and Zeus on Shout It Out Loud cast. That's right, people. We're back with another episode of Dorm Damage, the show where anything and everything is on the table, and the table gets smashed. This time, we're going to talk about some of our favorite bands, but some controversy surrounding these bands. Right, Zeus? What are we doing? That's right. So our buddy Eddie Trunk put up a post the other day, which he talked about the Eagles, and we're all excited because we're all going to go see the Eagles. I'm going to see Steely Dan. <laughs> Ely Dan is opening for the Eagles, we know. And uh, we're all going to go see them yes. on their last tour. Yep. <clears throat> and so Eddie put up a post where he's like, I can't believe that people still believe this stuff. Yep. And we made a comment from our page and we retweeted and made a comment of why we think this is happening. And they got a lot of feedback. So yep. we want to just have a con- quick conversation about it. And uh, see where this takes us. So, again, Eddie's comment was like, why would you guys believe that? Why would anybody think that these guys are really stopping? And my thing was, and I said it to him, and I believe it, is that those bands, the Who, the Eagles, Kiss, the Stones, all these guys keep coming back because there's not one fucking current rock and roll act that can supplant them. And because nobody else can do this stuff and they're the only ones, there's a demand for them to tour. So those huge stadium tours and huge arenas and whatever will pay you big bucks to get the rock and roll crowd out because the current rock and roll crowd is not going to fill up those stadiums and arenas. So what they, if there were bands that replaced, in my opinion, if there were bands 20 years ago that replaced how big those these legacy acts are then these bands would be getting the top dollar and there wouldn't be that big a demand to go see an ailing kiss an elderly the who uh old the eagles because you'd be like ah we've already heard them i don't want to hear this struggle i'd rather see this kick-ass band in their prime but because there is no other artist like that where are you gonna go and the only two bands, whether you're a fans of these bands or not, it's it's an undeniable fact. 
These are also legacy acts because Metallica has been around for over 40 years and the Foo Fighters have been around for over 30 years. So whether or not you like them or not, those are the only two bands right now that can sell out stadiums, that can sell out Wembley, that can sell out, you know, Yankee Stadium or or Soldier Field, Gillette and Foxborough. There are no now we talked about this even before we started recording about how music has changed both with the concert going experience and then the listening experience, whether it's Spotify or CDs. And it's very different because yes, you have pop acts, you have Taylor Swift and Ed Sheeran and post Malone and those guys selling out arenas and stadiums, the bands that are touring right now, they're pretty much the only rock acts that are selling any kind of music in terms of vinyl CD or getting good streaming numbers. And these are the reason we wanted to have this conversation is because not because these are our opinions. This is what's happening in the world. Me and Zeus are consumed by music, not just with the podcast, but just even when we're when we're living our regular life. And the reason Kiss keeps coming back is because they know that we will come back. The reason the Eagles are coming back is because they know that we will come back. Yeah. And the companies that sponsor them, the ticket masters, the live nations, the artists are getting their money up front. It's not yep. the old style where they'll have to, sh- you know, schlep it and see what they get. Hey, how much, how many people are here today? They're getting their money guaranteed up front. They know what they're getting. The Eagles are not getting out of bed to do a, a farewell tour without knowing the gazillions of dollars they're going to make. And all those artists we just named, the Eagles, Kiss, Aerosmith, Rolling Stones, The Who, even Metallica, bands like the Foo Fighters, those bands, that's from like a dying age of like album bands where you would buy an album and listen to it front to back and mm-hmm. know the hits, know the deep cuts. We're that that generation of of buying full albums. That's why we're seeing these bands, these pop acts. Yeah, again. Taylor Swift, Ed Sheeran, guys like that. Those are the exception of the rule for, for that's why you see a lot of like, you see a lot of pop act festivals. More than that, you see a ton of hard rock and heavy metal festivals because these bands can't do a tour on their own. They, they'll go, they'll be a festival and they'll do a 25, 35 minute set, which is great. And that's wonderful. And their fans love it. And the band loves it. But these bands that are on these festivals, if it wasn't for these festivals, they're not touring. Because they can't, because they don't have a discography or people aren't buying their records in general. They get out there and they play the hits and they wave goodnight. Yeah, hence the Monsters of Rock Cruise. Right. How many of those bands don't play anything other than that yearly? I bet right. you there's a bunch. And God bless them. I mean, this will be the rare time where we don't shit on Monsters of Rock. I mean, those bands have a place and so do their fans. Yeah, and so because in order to fill up stadiums and the nostalgia... And the feeling as a fan, don't forget, we got to think about. Yep. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. 
with Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So, what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right, you'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Hey folks, Stefan Shirazi and Renee Richardson here from the Metallica Report. And we are proud members of the Pantheon podcast family, where the best of music and podcasts unite. We've got something pretty cool for you. We're giving away an exclusive Metallica merch package worth over $250. That's a whole lot of scary guys, skulls, M72, and other sought-after Metallica swag. And we've made it easy for you to win. Follow and share the Metallica Report, and you're in the game. Go to pantheonpodcast.com slash Metallica, enter your email, and hit that button to be entered to win. And just like that, you're eligible for our monthly exclusive Metallica merch package. And guess what, rockers? You can enter every month. So just do it. And while we love our global brothers and sisters, the lawyers won't let us ship outside the U.S. I haven't connected to another artist like the artist that you mentioned. The Stones, Aerosmith, the Eagles, Kiss. It's nostalgia. There's no new artists. Even, even friggin' the Foo Fighters are a little older. They came out in the 90s. That's right. The 90s. Yep. Right? Metallica yep. is still a relic of the 80s. Yep. So there is nothing new. And if I don't see these bands, what am I going to do in 20 years? What band am I going to go see? We talk about that all the time. I right? think I there's think, nothing going to be out there in 20 years. I think what you were going to see, and look, I've been to festival like in the nineties, Lollapalooza was awesome because it was these young upcoming alternative bands and you'd have a big one like Allison change or the smashing pumpkins would headline. That's great. I I think festivals are a ton of fun, but I think that's where you're going now. And, and usually these festivals, they have, Dude, a we're going to be 70. We ain't going to no festival, but I'm no, but, but I'm just, I'm saying in general, I, th- I think that's going to be the future of, of touring is going to be festivals because these bands, that, first In the of all, rock genre, I, that's I what I mean. Say, first yeah. of all, they're not around for 20, 25, 30 years putting together seven, eight, nine, 10 LPs. They're not doing yep. that. Yep. So, so when you have a small discography, when you're not going to have a huge catalog, you're not going to, you're not going to sell hundred dollar tickets to play for 40 minutes. You know, no. you have to be on a festival. No, another band out there that's one of ours is Pearl Jam. They're the one that that's can right. go out and sell out arenas yeah, exactly. and yeah. still consistently tour. Yep. But there are very few far between. So uh, a band like Alice in Chains and Stone Temple Pilots, unfortunately, they lost their their main lead singers, right? right. And right. so they're they're still pretty good. They're still putting out albums, but they can't tour like Eddie Vedder, who's still alive in Pearl Jam. Yep. But if Lane was still around. 
if Scott Weiland was still around, they'd be just the same as Pearl Jam. They'd be other bands like that. Now you look at Def Leppard, Motley Crue, and Poison. They did their they had to combine the three. That's right. The uh, if you made each one of them try to do what they did together, they're not no playing way. at Fen- they're not playing they're not at playing Fenway, Fenway Park. Park. They're not st- selling out. It's yeah. not happening. Oh, who look at the even classic rock people like Billy Joel, Elton John. People yep. are seeing these and going out to see Elton John because he says it's his last time because there ain't nobody better than him coming down the pike. And if I don't see him now, I'm never going to see him. So the artists that they know they're going to get the big money from Ticketmaster and Live Nation. Yeah, sign me up. I can stay home or I can make another hundred million dollars in the next couple of years touring and, and the other fun th- being spoiled. Yeah, I mean, we've kind of already touched on this, but but it's the way people consume music. Like, and again, I know we might get teased like the grumpy old guys from the Muppets or whatever, but this is more factual than it is opinion here. And the way that people consume music, it's a very singles oriented, pop oriented community right now. Where look, my son, my son, he he likes Metallica, he likes Kiss, he likes Def Leppard, he likes Rat, but he's a hip hop guy, he's a pop guy, and. He does buy, he's into vinyl, he does buy vinyl, but he'll go and buy and, and add a single to his playlist. And when when artists are becoming popular based on a single, how, and, and because you have the ability to buy that single, then how are you going to then sell tickets to like a, a, an arena? You know, again, when when a band came out and we loved a song that we heard on the radio, you had to buy the cassette, the CD, yeah. the record, and then you're like, "Shit, this is actually pretty good. These twelve songs are pretty cool." Oh, now they're touring. So all these, like you said, I didn't even think of Elton John and Billy Joel, the kings of of record sales in the seventies and eighties. Now those people be like, you know what? I want to hear him sing. I want to hear him play for three hours and play all the hits, and then maybe ten deep cuts that I'm never going to hear again. These these artists today they they can't do that they can't and I know that when you when we posted that on our Twitter in response to Eddie Trunk's tweet we had people comment oh check out this band check out look we're not saying that these bands aren't good <laughs> okay but these bands aren't selling seventy thousand tickets at Gillette Stadium they're not and that's All okay right. God bless Jay from the Hook Rocks our buddy it's, but we no, love Jay. that's not true oh it isn't you tell me the band that's gonna fucking bring out the people to sell out a stadium right in, yeah, i in mean 20 years no offense but freddie and the fuck knuckles is not selling out <laughs> fucking shea stadium he's just not oh have you heard this band okay I, and there's nothing better than i'm hearing somebody say i've discovered this band yep i love everything great that's yes. wonderful but guess what that's unique to you it is not viral it's not right. to everybody else right. we have a generation of our kids that are become pop fans not rock fans we're a dying breed we're called rock fans yeah that younger crowd my kid don't give a shit the weekend's gonna play next week or taylor swift or uh demi lovato whatever they like that shit so they'll be fine it's us that we're talking about that grew up on rock the people that the cool music in the 50s the cool music Elvis, Chuck Berry, Little yep. Richard, the 60s, the Beatles, the Rolling Stones, the Kinks, the 70s, Aerosmith, Led Zeppelin, Kiss, the 80s, uh, Guns N' Roses, Def Leppard, Bon Jovi, Bon Jovi, Dawkins. Yep. 
the 90s, Nirvana, Pearl Jam, Alice in Chains. Uh, uh, uh. And then they get to the 2000s, like <laughs> screeching uh, break sound dude, effects. How long have I been saying to everybody, there's not been one great band since the 90s? And wow. they're oh, what about the Foo Fighters? The Foo Fighters came out in the 90s. They did. They did. So I, I say to you, so you heard those lists for rock fans. And then once the 90s are over, you're like, yeah. I mean, I will say this. It's because I'm a per, it's because I'm a fan. And by the time this episode airs, I will have already been to the concert. But Avenged Sevenfold has been around for close to 20 years and they're selling out sheds. They're selling out Xfinity, which holds like 18, 20,000 people. Now, that's great. That's I don't probably know if they're the, selling it out, but they're, they're, well, they're, they're not probably sell- they're probably doing well and good they, for them. OK, there's right. your one. Right. <laughs> now, I no, I like know. I, I, the coming I, I, America guy. That's the one. That's, that's the one. The that's the one. one. Right. <laughs> no, but I, I, but I, I get that point. Right. And then people will be like, uh, oh, they'll name some other band. Now, I like Hailstorm. Uh, Sonny put him on my uh, yeah, radar. Yep. But Hailstorm like is not going to be Guns N' Roses doing. Right. Dude, Guns N' Roses ain't put out shit in like 30 years. They're still selling out stadiums so people can hear so- Sweet Child of Mine. Same thing. I, lo- I love Shinedown. They've been around for 20 years. They're playing sheds and they're playing with other bands to get 18,000 people or whatever, but they're never going to, they're never going to sell out a state. And that's fine. That's fine. Right. But let's, let, let's, cir- let's, let's, let's circle back a little bit to the, to Eddie's original thing about why, be- why should we believe these bands? Why should like, who gives a fuck? They're back. They're still there. If I don't want to go, I won't go. If I want to go, I'll go. And why? That's right. And I love this thing about why. And again, Eddie's a friend. We have very heated disagreements with him in person and online. Who cares about believing a band? So what? Yeah. They're back and we want to go. So should, we should shame them into saying, all right, fine. We won't tour again. We're done. Right. Or or when they announce a farewell tour and be like, "Wasn't didn't you do a farewell tour 20 years ago? Yeah, but we're back. Okay, I'll go. <laughs> like... You know I mean? The worst is Motley Crue. We're going to sign a contract that'll say that we'll oh. never tour. <laughs> you brought up a good point, though, talking about the Def Leppard poison Motley Crue thing. Three of the biggest bands of the generation ever, especially our generation. They need to lean on each other to sell out yeah. those baseball stadiums. Dude, Def Leppard had pyromania and hysteria. Two diamond records back to back. Yep. And they still need that. And the interesting thing about Def Leppard, they're the unique band. We talk about this a lot. They have the female audience. Yeah. And they still have to lean on other uh, other bands. Because I, they I, got killed in the 90s and 2000s. Exactly. It also didn't help with their discography. Their music kind of tilted in a different direction. Good point. But it's true. It's true. Th- again, you go back to it. If if they're gonna tour, if if there were so many other Guns N' Roses type bands that came up after them, fuck Axel and his attitude and his shit fucking stuff. They haven't released anything in 20, 30 years. I'll see that band instead. But there are none. Right. So the great acts of the 70s and 80s and early 90s, those are the only ones that are worth going out. So if they're gonna go on tour and Live Nation says, hey, we'll pay you. This guaranteed just come out. Oh yeah, but we can't because we said that was our last tour. Do you think? Yeah. Do you do you think these bands? And I, I, again, these bands don't give a shit, especially Kiss and especially the Eagles. But if these bands came out and didn't announce that it was the final tour, 
if they just announced a tour mm-hmm. and then later on down the road, they're like, we're retired. Like, do you think they take shit? Because like, because now it's become a cliche that, oh, oh farewell tour, last goodbye tour, whatever, end of the road tour. It's become a joke. Yeah. I, so if I they think- just can't, so if, so, if, so if they didn't, if they didn't name these tours, these catchy goodbye names, do you think they'd catch any shit? Probably not. Uh, no, but I think Kiss actually is a leader in this. I do too. They called it end of the road and they didn't say when it was going to end. They're just like letting everybody know it's coming well, up. And All these other before- acts, you don't think they're going to add, if the tours are going great, you don't think they're going to add to it? You don't think the Eagles are going to add more stuff? They just did. Within a week, they had second shows in Madison Square Garden in the Boston Garden, right? That's right. Yep. I mean, we've said, we said this before and it's no, it, I mean, everybody understand this, that Kiss should have been done two years ago. They, they had their final date and then COVID came and screwed it up. And so I think Kiss is one of the true bands that they're not going to, I mean, again, we talk about residency and stuff, but we're not going to talk about Kiss. But uh, I, I just I just think that we're dealing with the end of an era, the end of the way people consume music physically with with media and, and with ticket sales. That generation is is dying because it's it's either a festival or a small club show that you're going to now pretty much yeah and and again there's been no new acts that have overtaken the older acts no that's that w- how it is no and that's be and that again is goes hand in hand with the way music is consumed in order to become a 20 30 year career band you have to sell albums full length albums for that long and mm-hmm. there's really nobody doing it yeah all right well, till next time, peace out, Girl Scout. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.